Richo, we are now going to have a chat with Alex McIntosh from Helens Hill in the Yarra Valley. Alex, I'm expecting that uh, you're in, we spoke with Mac Forbes earlier, so um, we um, are expecting you're probably doing some picking, are you, today? Uh, that's correct. Not today, but no? um, we've been picking uh, a few times this week. We've had a few early passes of Pinot coming off mm-hmm. our vineyard. Um, so our 943 clone came in during the week and then... As of Monday, I think we've got four or five picks lined up. So busy week next week for sure. Um, bit of Chardonnay coming in and a lot of Pinot Noir from our yeah from our vineyard in Cold Stream. And what are you seeing as far as uh, quantity? Because uh, Mac was saying he's got quality there, but it's just a little uh, well, quite a bit down in some of the blocks um, on on last year. Yeah, we're finding the same thing. Uh, I think it's sort of getting a feel of the valley. It's, hap- it's happened everywhere. A lot of Hen and chicken uh, going on, and yeah, our pinot crops are down probably, I'd say, 30% minimum um, on yields last year, uh, which is unfortunate. But yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a quality year. It looks like um, yeah, our head winemaker Scott McCarthy is really happy with what's coming into the winery. There's just not quite enough of it at the moment, unfortunately. But I guess that's yeah. That's the industry. That's what you deal with. You well, so. yeah, well, you're farmers, aren't you? So <laughs> Yeah, exactly right. At the end of the day, we are farmers. So, yeah, we just had a really um, – the first two weeks of November, if you can remember back that far, were just really wet, almost wintry conditions, which sort of set the tone for the um, – during flowering, and we never really came back from there with our volumes. So, yeah, it's what you deal with, you know, in this time of year. It sort of comes back to, I guess, bite you a little bit. But, yeah – I'd sort of um, agree with what Max says. The quality is going to be there. So, the, uh, I guess the, at the end of the day, the customers are going to enjoy the the, uh, the quality of uh, of this vintage, even if there's not that much of it. I guess it's good that you came off the back of 2021 there, where you've got pretty significant yields and you know high quality as well. So you'll have a bit of wine to sell, hopefully. Nice backlog from 2021. Um, I was just having that conversation with. With my uncle the day the other day, who's one of the um, owners, along with my parents of Helen Hill, and he was, um, yeah, we were saying it was it was lucky we sort of went went pretty uh, pretty big on volumes last year, so That's we've got yeah, we do have some stock, which where yeah, which means yeah, years like this aren't, aren't so sort of uh, so worry at the end of the day. Kind of flattens the curve a bit, down. doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. We sort of work we work on about a seven year average that all evens out after. Otherwise, if you look year to year, sometimes you'll be yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Ripping so, the hair out, going yeah, grey. Yeah, exactly, exactly <laughs> right, 100%. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, we, we can come and visit you, can't we, uh, at Cellar Door? Tell us about that and, and maybe even we might start with a little bit of the history of the, you said your uncle and, and, and your parents planted the vineyard and stuff. So um, how did it all come about? Yeah, so Helen's Hill came about when um, I guess it was we first uh, – toured the property and it was uh, um, in 1997. It was a co-op between my parents, um, so Andrew and Robin McIntosh, um, and my uncle Alan Nolder and also my grandparents back then. So that was um, Roma and Lewis Nolder. Um, so Lewis no longer with us, but he spent um, oh, his entire pretty much working life up in Swan Hill uh, and he was a wheat farmer. Um, moved down to to the Yarra Valley to be close. Um, I mean, there, I guess he was a sort of a pack-a-day smoker back when I didn't know what that did to you and also didn't deal with chemicals that, you know, safely back in the day. So he had emphysema. So mm-hmm. my dad's also a 
he's a GP by trade. Um, so uh, Grandpa moved down to Lilydale to be close to him to you know, keep him well in his, in his later life. Mm-hmm. Um, down here for about two years. Uh, got pretty bored. Um, and then <laughs> so family got together and um, obviously a passion for farming. My old dad grew up on a, on a, on a rice farm, sorry, in Denny as well. So uh, oh, Denny, we were living in at that point. Yeah, and um, had a little... 10 acre block which is uh called breachley which we which actually had vines planted in already uh and then the the big the big block over the road which is where helen's hill is located now the majority of the business um was up for sale so we purchased that in 97 um it was just it was pasture really for cows and sheep back then um and yeah since then we've planted about around about 100 acres of vines um mostly pinot and chardonnay uh and a few other varieties. So we make Cabernet, Shiraz, um, yeah, and a few little smaller ones as well. Um, but uh, yeah, we've also got a sort of a restaurant on site, which is called The Vines, does weddings, and our salad hall, which you can come and visit for tastings and sort of light lunches on weekends at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, based around sharing food. Um, obviously, the wine is the main thing there. We love getting people in for tastings and showing off our our list of award-winning wine. So, yeah, we'd love to see people in there. It's, it's open today. I was in there yesterday uh, behind the tasting bench and it was a busy day for us, which is good. It's good to see people back out and about. Out again. and about? After, yeah. Yeah. Well, there a was a, a day on the green was on, wasn't it, yesterday? I think so, yeah. Mm. No, it was. Yeah, I saw some photos on Insta of that. Uh. That was always a killer for us at Meadhurst because they would – they would divert the traffic around and we'd, we'd yep. get them on the way back, but we'd never get them on the way there. So we'd <laughs> never have anyone there. Um, yeah. But yeah, Helen's it's a nice cellar door. I like it. Yeah. So it's got a, um, when we built it, it was good, I guess, uh, a really good uh, sort of architectural design. It's, it's an elevated tasting floor with um, glass, glass walls that overlook our barrel hall. So when you come in during nice. the weekdays and Saturdays at the moment, the vintage team are working as well. Um, you can sort of see we are a fully working winery. So you might see someone on the forklift or um, doing whatever they do in the barrel hall. And just behind it there is our is our winery. So, yeah, it's in full swing at the moment. And it's a pretty unique little space um, out here. So And then we've got to our, you know, our deck where you can sit and sort of have a nice glass of wine. And we do pizzas and, um, you know, charcuterie and antipasti and some nice cheeses as well mm. on our, we call them our harvest boards. So... Yeah, it's a really nice spot to come. So, so Saturdays yeah. and Sundays? Yeah, for lunches and then yep. um, open Thursday, Friday, Monday for sort of cheese plates and tastings as well. Nice. So yeah, at the moment we are looking to sort of open up for lunch probably five days a week soon. Um, just looking for the right, well, looking for you know a chef to come in as well, which would be good, not easy to find at the moment. Oh, but, it's uh, getting staff so hard out <laughs> in the valley anyway and then during COVID it must have just made it even harder. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and we've all always only been weekend based, but um, yeah, we're trying to you know, grow slowly but steadily. So we're looking for yeah to do that at the moment. But um, it has been it's been really sort of positive. We sort of we came out of um, COVID and was really busy for December, and then I think everyone had that sort of two to three week period where they were quite uh, slow in mid you know, early Jan when Omicron sort of went a bit crazy. But um, mm-hmm. after that, we've sort of been we've been back up and busy again, which is like I said, really positive. So getting people in, doing tastings, you know. People are joining up to the wine club, which is fantastic for us, which we really love. And, yeah, mm. it's, been, it's been positive. So. It's good. Yeah. Sounds like a, a great place to have a glass of wine. This weather's amazing. So um, so Thursday to Monday, come and, uh, come and have a tasting and, and a glass of something. Also one of the yeah. few places in Australia, but I can only think of one other, that makes a brachetto as well. Yeah. So you can, yeah, that's correct. You can go from Soma to, uh, to Helen's Hill and the Yarra and have two different ones. 
Yeah, that's correct. I think they do a frizzante at the moment. There's just a little bit of uh, got a bit of fizz in there, but um, yeah, there's a still one. It's um, it's a really popular little sort of semi-sweet dessert wine that oh, yeah. um, raises a few eyebrows for us. Obviously, people sort of ask the question, "Bracchetto, what's it made of?" Say, well, <laughs> it's made of bracchetto. You just said it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You just said it. They're like, "Oh yeah, okay, okay, but, um, yeah." Yeah, you get it in a glass and like, oh, geez, that's pretty exciting. So, so yeah. what do you? What would you pair it with? Um, is there something Ricketta? that you? Do? Yeah. Uh, well, we always say either if you're doing your sort of dessert cheese platters, um, goes really well with that. Obviously, any sort of dried sweet fruits works really well, or just um, with with any sort of sweet dessert. So um, that's mm. what we pour it over your ice cream a little bit. It's got a bit <laughs> of a viscous character to it. Yeah, you can do a lot of different things. Yeah, it's with good. It. The balsamic strawberries is my favourite. Oh, with a bruschetta. That would be a fantastic match just it's off the top one. of your head there. Yeah. So um, we also, some of our customers love our sparkling, so they mix it with that too, just to sweeten it up a little bit. If you're looking yeah. for like a little bit of a, a spritz on a summer afternoon, you can do that as well. So, yeah, a bit of fun there. But, um, yeah, like I said, it's been really positive. We've been, we've been really happy with the, the sort of the, the, the visitation. And a lot of people are sort of staying local still, I think, apart, other than, you know, going, you know, obviously overseas is a little bit difficult still. So mm. we've seen some great visitation from Melbourne and now we're starting to see you know, Sydney and Brisbane and um, South Australia come over as well, which is great news. So, you get to see um, that, so if we uh, if we want to come and visit, you're in, well, Coldstream really, isn't it? But I think the address is, um, is in Lilydale, so Ingram Road. Um, so, and you're open 10 till 5? Um, yeah, we're open Thursday uh, to Monday. So ten till five, yep. Thursday to Thursday through to Monday, and um, yeah, during the week you can sort of just roll in. It's obviously uh, probably advisable to book on the weekends because it gets quite busy, uh, especially around the lunch period. But mm. um, yeah, we've got our uh, tastings are complimentary up at our place, so no no charge, and we'll nice. show you our full list. We um, we got nominated, which was really excited last year with the holiday companion for winery of the year. So that put us in the sort of you know, that top ten list. We didn't end up winning. We all know that Yarra Yearing up the road one. So yep. but we were just happy to sort of be in that company. For yeah, a well, it's being shortlisted with operation. Yeah, being yeah in that as you say in that company is it's amazing and and it, and it really does put put you on the map for people. You know that holiday is so influential. And of course, Tyson Stelzer is the editor of it now. We speak with Tyson quite a lot on this show. Um, but yes, yeah, so well done for that. So people um, people need to come out and experience it themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, and our full list is, most, is on tasting most of the time. So we'll get you up behind the bar um, and, yeah, and take you through the through the whole thing. So yeah, that's really fun. A lot of fun in there for for guys to you know come and see what we've got, learn about you know the history of the property, you know what we do there. We've got a few different. Uh, um, things that we do with our Pinot Noirs up there. So we've got our standards. So we've got you know three ranges of wine, Ingram Road, which is our entry-level sort of you know, each-drinking, everyday sort of style wine. So fruit forward, drink now, and then our estate wines, which are Helen Till. Um, so a bit more sort of new out contact with those wines. They're more full-mouth, you know, salable wines that should be matched with food and had with good company. And then we've got our, our single clone reserves that's run on tasting. So we've got a, a Chardonnay, which is um, 100% P58 clone. Um uh, really sort of big, rich, sort of an old-school style Chardonnay, which is um, looking really beautiful at the moment. And then with our Pinot Noirs, we do three different single clones. So um, an Abel clone, uh, which we call the Smuggler, because uh, you know the story behind that one, the one that was sort of yeah, smuggled they, in. Yeah, they brought it in illegally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's correct. And then we've got um, our Ranger, which is a Pomard clone, really big, 
quite robust um, tannins and um, yeah, it's bordering on a sort of a, a Nebbiolo style Pinot Noir with our big sort of heavy and then the dryness and that really dried fruit character it shows. Um, and then our first light, which is MV6. So we all know MV6 and that's more of a, it's a really sort of classic, um, shows quite burgundy characters. Um, and we can taste them side by side at the cellar door? Yeah, you can for sure. Yeah, that's you can cool. in there and, and taste them all. We've uh, usually got one or two of them on tasting up there for sure. So. We were talking um, off air before as well. Like you buy the three different clone Pinots and drink yeah. them over three or four days. Open them all and taste, mm. have a glass of each each day and just see how they develop And rather than opening one at a time. I mean, mm. that's such a good idea. And, and then you can sort of find out the different flavours and the different bits. And then watch them change as well. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's just sort of the exciting part if you're a real um, Pinophile and you want to you know, jump into that sort of thing. It's sort of, uh, it really does get like people who love Pinot quite excited sort of coming in and seeing all the differences of, yeah, what, you know, same vintage, same vineyard, you know, oftentimes you know, these blocks are only 100 metres apart and then, but in the glass, they're just, you know. So different. Worlds apart. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So we're, um, yeah, we're excited. We look like we're looking to make all those again this year. It's not something we do every year. It's very much a sort of, you know, viticultural call whether we're going to do it. And then once it gets in the winery, um, we're hoping the fruit's, you know, good enough and it displays, you know, enough, you know, positive characteristics in the barrel to make it. So we made made some last year, which was really exciting. But mm-hmm. um, these these wines sort of, I think we've done a 17, a 19, and a 21 in the Pinots. Um, so it seems to be every second year at the moment. But um, Looks like we're going to make. Uh, we probably will try and make uh, some some more reserves this year. Looks like the quality is going to be right up there, so we're going to try and make the most of that. Yeah, cool, fantastic. Yeah, good luck with V twenty two. Yes, it's a busy week for you, Alex. So uh, have a good rest today and uh, a glass of something uh, something fun. And um, mate, great to have a chat. And thank you for for giving us a story. Well done on the on the award, or you know, being shortlisted for the um, Cellador of the Year. And can't wait to get up there. Yeah, absolutely, guys. It's all happening at the moment, so you'll, uh, yeah, we'd love to see everybody. We've often got what we're picking, uh, you know, that week on the bench, so you can taste, you know, the fruit itself. The actual fruit, yeah. Up the vine, so which cool. makes it quite interesting for people to see what's, uh, yeah, it's a good you know, idea. the difference between uh, fruit and table grapes and things like that as well. So, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it, and um, you're all welcome anytime. Come up and have a chat, and uh, we'll show you that and show you our stuff again. So, will do. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Alex. Have a, have a no great worries. afternoon, mate. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you, bye. So, Alex McIntosh, Helens Hill.